0: welcome to the moon room happy saturday everybody happy Yamaya's day happy new Super Moon! we are in aquarius now we in the season of aquarius oh blessed be blessed be welcome to all uh, i guess this is technically my second season like the first 30 some hi olive sorry olive is here i don't know if you can hear her purring <laughs> She wants attention. Uh, this is my second season, I guess, technically. Um, well, the second episode of my second season. Because, you know, once you get into, like, the 30s of, a, of you know, doing a podcast, I guess you should start splitting them up. Anyway, I have been having quite the week, y'all. Like, I've been having a really productive week. I've been having, like, a really miraculous week. Like, so much has been happening for me. Um yeah, so I've actually got this show. I got the, like, Spirit told me to do this show days ago, and I've been putting it off because I had, like I said, so much to do. All right, well, one of the things I do want to talk about before I get into what Spirit wants me to talk about is um, sorry, I kind of have sniffles. Um, <clears throat> I was just a guest yesterday. I'm so excited to share this. So um, I was a guest yesterday on a podcast that is, it's on its third season, actually, the podcast. And um, it's called Well Black Sis. And it's by a friend of mine, Melanie Painter. And the podcast, it showcases um, black women in, in wellness. So she is interviewing um, different women who are, you know, different wellness practitioners of some kind. And so she picked me to um, do a show with uh, about my practice and what I do and what I've done and my story. So it was really fun. I actually, um, it was a video Uh, interview on Riverside FM, which I'm learning now. I guess I can use Riverside FM (laughs) if I want to do a video podcast. Um, But the interview, um, you know, I talked a lot about my, like the divorce. She asked me specifically about my divorce and kind of what that's been like, but how I ended up coming to, you know, being the wellness person that I am. And um, so it was really fun to like recount that for her and and um you know start to connect with her audience. Oh, two, 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 I just saw the clock. So everyone go check out Well Black Sis podcast on Riverside FM and it's again by Melanie Painter. Lovely woman. Um I'm going to be actually uh, speaking she I'm going to be speaking at an event as well actually in a couple months. Um I'm so excited. I'm getting back to like my life and shit. Like y'all, I had a whole ass life before <laughs> before I before COVID actually. I'm a productive as fuck Has shit all over the place. Anyway, so she invited me. I used to do guest speaking quite a bit, and so I'm going to be guest speaking at this big um, event that she's putting on in, in the city somewhere in New York City. So I'm not sure if it's Brooklyn or it's probably Brooklyn, but yeah. So um, people who are in Brooklyn or in the city that are interested, women, men of all sorts, whatever. But it's mostly she's focused a lot more on on empowering and helping women to heal. So any women that are interested, uh, you know, and coming in. And, seeing this panel of people that are going to be speaking. I'll be on the panel. Um, Yeah, I'll let y'all know what date that is. Anyway, so that's my little plug for my friend and her podcast before I get into my shit. Uh, God, I don't know why I got such sniffles, y'all. Sorry. Um, But yeah, so what have I been doing all week? Like, I've had so much going on. I got so much done for my divorce. So excited, y'all. Like, going through a divorce is crazy. Like, you know... I know a lot of people who have been divorced, but I've never um, experienced like it's it's not what, y'all, what what people would even like. There's nothing that prepares you for it. But also, I'm going. Mine is um, like a special case, a specialized case. So I had to prov- provide like proof of shit, you know, because it's abusive marriage. So that's what I've been doing. I had to wrap up all my proof and get that all in, get all my receipts together, and get that to my lawyer. So I got that done, and that took fucking like two weeks, like two weeks of me just like processing, like, how the fuck, how the fuck do I, like, you know, how does any DV survivor uh, condense over decades worth of, of um, abuse into, you know, like, an email or something, and so that took two weeks of, like, lots of prayer, lots of tears were were shed, um, I think maybe probably grieving for the, for the you know, there's so much that goes on into, it. it's like, not at all grieving my, my marriage, by the way, like, that's, that's not at all, (laughs) that's not at all what I mean by that, but it's just like the, like, it's just so fucking tedious, and difficult, and emotional to do something like that, and then plus, you know, sharing your, the private details of what has happened to you with, like, a court system is a whole other thing. I was a, a advocate for years, and I actually went with women through the process of, like, you know, when they, like, write when they're trying to escape, as they're escaping, as they're, you know, finally got out and get the restraining order, but I'd never gone through a process with a woman who had gone, who were, like, who was in divorce and had to, like, uh, do the whole testifying thing to it, so my, I'm grateful for my parents, my parents have been so great through this whole process, I have lots of family that have, have been really great to me through this whole process, um, y'all, lean on your family, man, you know, lean on your family in times of of shit, <laughs> they, they always, yeah, hopefully, everyone's family shows up the way that mine has been. I'm so grateful. So um, I'm I'm so grateful that that's behind me, and I'm finally, y'all. I got like my divorce date is set. So like after what I think it's like next. I think it's like February 21st or some shit. Is my is my I have to like actually go testify. Oh five five five. You have to go like testify in court and shit. Like it's a a whole ass judge and shit. Um, yeah so that's happening and then once that's done i'll be fucking divorced (laughs) and i'll be randa smith again i cannot wait well i've been already claiming randa smith i've been putting putting her down on documents and shit but oh it's so it's gonna be so good to get back to like all just me and have that whole shit behind me and everyone that was attached to it and you know just have yourself back for women who are going through this process um please know you're not alone child I. I do not like I wouldn't wish the process on anyone but I'm so grateful that I am going through this process with the amount of information that I already have because I know that so many women don't get to where I've gotten to like so many women first of all so many women don't ever fucking escape like I was I was telling the story yesterday on the podcast and Mel was like whoa this is like we she like we kept after the thing was over we stayed for another like hour <laughs> kept talking and I was like bitch this is like a whole ass movie like this whole shit is is crazy I was like I, I learned how to fucking connect to social media through The Sims <laughs> like I was telling her that and she was like this is insane like we have to do more and more stories on this so like I I know so many people that I don't I know that so many people don't get out of what I got out of first of all alive. Second of all, you know, if they get out alive, they might not got other parts with them. They, you know, like I came out with all my parts. That's, that's the one big thing. I was so grateful to Spirit and the beyond that I came out of that shit with no children. Yeah, that's what thing. So many people have to go through the shit with children. I cannot, I could not fathom going through what I'm going through right now with a wee bairn. Like I, I'm barely keeping it up for Olive for here. Like <laughs> I'm barely like, got to get the best litter for this bitch like I want. Like I try to keep her at her best life. But that shit, like, it's hard, you know, to take care of you and something or someone else. So I, I don't wish, again, the divorce process on anyone. And I, my heart goes out to all women who are going through this process with children especially. Like, I bless you all who have even gotten through the shit with children. I mean, yeah, I, d- d- just it be. Anyway, so I'm so grateful. Um, and, yeah, so what else happened? Oh, what, I feel like there was something else that happened. I have this list. I, like, wrote a gratitude list for myself because, you know, when you're mo- moving into the new moon, it's this new moon energies, you got to, you get into manifestation and, and all that shit. By the way, like, I manifest, okay, that was the other thing that happened. I manifested something really big. I'm not going to talk about it now because if you talk about it too soon, then it might not all the way happen. So, like, I just got a thing I'm super excited about and it turns out that I had actually put this thing down on my manifestation list, like, I like, a couple moons ago, whenever it was, like, when was it, like... Y'all, you're, uh, witches out here, witchcraft is real. Like, witchcraft works. When did I put this down? It was like some, this manifestation list I had put down on the 2nd of, I think, December. I had written it down. And here it is, came to me two, two days ago, just out of the blue. Them tarot readers on TikTok, be telling the truth, man. They are accurate. We, we, we witches and psychics and shit, it's, it's real. Speaking of, speaking of, actually, since today is the new moon, Hakate, Um, that's funny too. So like the other day, like on was it maybe Monday or Sunday of last week or whatever, um, I put together a potpourri like a like a witch brew, and that shit worked so well this week for me. Like so much happened for me based on me calling my power back with this witch brew, and I worked with Hakate. Well, it turns out the Hakate her whole moon phase is the new moon, and here we are today sitting in a new super moon. And I have all my power back (laughs) from everywhere. Um, So yeah, witches out there, put your witch brews together today, you know, brew your pots of potpourri and shit and put your salt on the door and blow your cinnamon. Well, I guess blowing the cinnamon through the door is the first of the month. But for the new moon, the powers are strong. Hakate is here. I'll be working with that bitch a lot. Oh, 1010 that just went by. Um, And it's, it's real that's all i <laughs> i just keep saying that it's real cuz it it never ceases to surprise me that it that it actually is real and all works i've been seeing people making tiktoks talk to me about um that people are wondering if my success is from witchcraft yes I, like how could it not be i'm a, i'm a witch i'm a witch i'm a witch i'm a witch and i practice witchcraft and witchcraft is beautiful like i do not practice the dark arts but witchcraft is real uh but also spirits are real like who's with me is not gonna let me not experience certain things but it's also not gonna let me experience things that I don't need to experience so a lot of times my guides will like step in and like dish out karma and shit without me even knowing that the shit's happening like I'll just find out like oh shit that motherfucker got a lot of karma came back to them from that one time you know a month or so ago things like that Ooh, 11 11 on the clock Ha. <sighs> It's fun to be back to this show. I've missed it. I've been actually recording other shows. Like I recorded a whole thing on Amish Mafia because I was watching Amish Mafia one night, <laughs> and uh, so y'all go watch. It. That's random, but I, and I didn't release it. It was only like twelve minutes long. But like I've been wanting to come back to the show for so long, but I just I was so busy with everything else I was doing. So I'm really happy to be back at this. And now I'm gonna talk about what I'm supposed to talk about, which again. I was pushing back with spirit. Like, why? Why do I need? Why does the world need to know these stories? But I guess I'm gonna tell y'all. Spirit wants y'all to know these stories. So I'm going to talk about my shrooming stories. (laughs) When psilocybin, me and psilocybin are such good friends, um, which I miss psilocybin. I haven't had any mushrooms in a whole year. And I'm sad. Um, But well, not the ones I'm talking about. But um, yeah, so my shrooming stories, I'm supposed to talk about mushrooms and how mushrooms are here to save the world mushrooms genuinely are super fucking they're like super man they're like they are so um they're the answer to what all of humanity needs essentially they are the only thing that can eat dead things and turn it into living things like there's this amazing documentary that i watched years ago called um fantastic fungi actually some old friends gave it Uh, suggested to me fantastic fungi and I watched that thing so many times you know over COVID and shit and I started using the mushrooms in it like the day I the day I was watching fantastic fun fantastic fungi I walked outside and I found right away one of the most powerful healing mushrooms that the man in the thing was just talking about it was growing right outside my house on a log and I was like what the fuck this is crazy like as I was watching the documentary this shit's happening so I found turkey tail right there in my yard. And I was like, holy shit, I walked around my whole five acres, this shit was growing in abundance, holy shit. So of course I collect it all and I start making medicine for the older women that are there. It's, it's anti-cancer properties, it's got all sorts of healing things. Um, you can, the man in the film, he helped his mother heal from breast cancer just on um, turkey tail mushrooms so I've started making it in abundance giving it to the elder women that's kind of how I started making I started switching my herbalism to mushrooms because I genuinely I'm so sold on mushrooms anyway so this documentary what it also talked about was how there was this experiment done where they dumped a bunch of mushroom into a part of the ocean where there was a massive oil spill and bro like it ate the oil Like, all the mushrooms ate the oil and turned the shit... It just, like... And it rehabilitated the whole thing. And it became a a new, like, coral reef or whatever. Like, mushrooms are here to save us. The funny thing about this documentary, though, is it talks about how much power mushrooms have. Like, like if you're not... None of us walk around considering the fact that there are so many mushroom spores floating in the air. I actually read an old book years ago when I was in college um, by one of my favorite... He's, like, a sci-fi thriller um author called was james rollins like i have so many james rollins but i actually met him and got his autograph like a couple times like i have i have like first edition books i have almost almost all his books anyway there was this book that he wrote about the mushroom spores or whatever and it was like chemical warfare some shit going on but it, but basically the concept is that there's so many mushroom spores floating around in the air that we just don't know about and the question that the person in that james rollins asked in the book and he he kind of made it happen this way in this kind of apocalyptic thing but the man in this documentary fantastic fungi which by the way this is a whole scientific shit like this is a thing on netflix go watch it but in fantastic fungi he poses the question or something like that like what would happen if the mushrooms all decided to just shift from being invisible to us in the way that we're like we are breathing them in and they're not hurting us or we're we're eating things and it's not hurting us what if all of a sudden mother earth's whole dynamic shifted by just like one degree of something and all of the mushrooms became poisonous all at once we would all be dead like all be dead right away because they're everywhere and that's what this documentary talks about is like they're everywhere but they're also they're keeping us alive so the trees you know, have mushrooms all on in the roots and shit and the mushrooms communicate with the trees and they like eat dead things like the, mu- Yeah. So my whole theory when I was learning all this shit, I was like, well, shit, I got all, you know, I'm experimenting on myself. I'm going to start using mushrooms. So I now this is me talking about using mushrooms in a in a like um, healing way. Spirit wants me to tell you all my actual shrooming stories, <laughs> but I'm giving you the background of like um, why this is so important to me, because I genuinely learned, and believe, and experimented on myself, and everything, that, like, it can, they eat, they can heal things, they eat wounds, and turn, turn, they regenerate, it regenerates life, they're the only thing that can regenerate life, um, so fucking fascinating, right, and I grew up not eating mushrooms, like, I hate mushrooms, I don't eat mushrooms, I will only use them, but not eat them, so, um, so, yeah, I started making medicine and shit. I started learning about chaga mushrooms, and I started healing my trees with the chaga mushrooms. Um, that's a whole different witchcraft thing. And I started finding, um, like, I would go on these fairy walks with these women. They would come and take me on fairy walks, and they're all elder women who, you know, had been doing this for decades and decades. Um, and there were, a lot of them were retired nurses and shit, so they already had the medical background. And these are the women that taught me how to make the medicine, like down to the scientific shit. Like I have all of it. Re- they wrote it out and like how to weigh the shit in grams and all this stuff. Like, everything to actually make a, a product that will actually heal people, I, I learned. And then, they, like I said, they took me. They would come to my property and, and walk me around my property and then teach me what's on my property. So how to identify shit, child. My property is like an oasis of healing medicine, and I'm about to lose it in my divorce, but spirit's gonna give me something else that'll replenish it. But yeah, like my property, it had all these different types of mushrooms. So I had reishi mushrooms on my property, I had turkey tail mushrooms, there was a chaga that we found in the back somewhere, like all these amazing mushrooms. And I would just collect them and make medicine. And then I would get, you know, my shroomy mushrooms, my psilocybin's elsewhere, and I would go in the back of the property and have microdosing or whatever. I'd have like little mini trips by myself in spirit, with spirit at my fairy garden. And I would, I mean, it was, it was how I um, built, I built the moon room practice in the garden of my old house. Like I had it all written out by the time I got here in my journals. I was just sitting and every day I had, I would do my microdoses under the tree, drink my, my mushroom tea, the like, you know, the lion's mane and all that shit. And, yeah, just be with spirit back there. Oh, my God. And the deer and all this stuff. It was mystical, magical. But back to actual shrooming stories. So, I'm, uh, again, that's just me plugging people to, like, start taking mushrooms. Not necessarily my psilocybin. That's the, those are the psychedelic ones. But I'm talking about taking, you know, your lion's manes, your chaga, your turkey tails, your reishi, all that shit. Take, start taking that shit. Humanity, uh, I, I believe, truly, this is the next level for the new, for, what, to new humans. For the new earth. When I say new earth, we all know, we all fucking know there's a new earth here. So the people in this new earth, it's like you will be, you will be literally like growing a new self scientifically in a way. Like every seven, we all like, so scientifically, every seven years, your body is different. Like all the, every, every cell in your body by the time you're seven years old is going to, it's going to be different than when you were born. And then when you're 14, none of the cells that existed when you were seven will be there. Same, So every seven years. I actually, that's how I, excuse me, tracked my, um, that's a whole different topic, but that's how I track my life in some ways. Like for people who are healing from trauma or complex trauma in any way, looking at your life in 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 sevens. And that way you can like start s- setting your goals in your life of like your healing goals and things like that, your self care on, in, based on like sevens like if you are you know if you're 30 oh god what is the math on seven seven 14 what 20 something well, by the time you're in your 30s you're on your fourth self is kind of thinking it that way so I started to break my my life down into selves of seven um, because I, lo- I was realizing that I like three of my selves had been with the same one person <laughs> and so I was like that's how I kind of start tracking my own life and then you can you know you can shorten um, your expectations of, of for where you are in your life if you just start looking at, at yourself as um, a version of your, of who you have been, but n- not exactly who you were in this life. I hope that made sense. Anyway, so um, mushrooms, they heal. And if you're wanting to be able to heal a part of you that you feel like isn't being healed, even if it's psychological, it heals it. It heals your physical shit. It heals your spiritual shit. It heals every aspect of you. Mushrooms, they do that. All right, 20 minutes in and I still ain't got to shrooming stories. Co. So, the first time that I ever shroomed, I was in I was coming out of college. So, I was in my final um I think I talked about this on another on another show. I was I went on a lake tour for like I treated myself as for a graduation gift in my undergrad to like a, a lake tour. So, I started like I got a bunch of friends and this is actually the story of how when um, we uh, camped in the, um, the Wolf Den. Yeah, this is the Wolf Den. So the, on this trip, though, the way it started was that me and this one girl were going to go from, like, she was already in, she was in Sacramento. Yeah, she was in Sacramento, and I was in Portland. No, I wasn't even in Portland. I was in Salem. Fuck. Ugh. I was in Salem. And um, so the, the, we, we, we mapped out a whole week of lakes that we was going to camp at. And so, and multiple people were going to be meeting us throughout the trip. So me and her started on the first day. And then by the third day, another person shows up. Then by the fourth day, two more people show up. By the end, we didn't all, you know, that's kind of how how we planned it. So me and this girl, we are supposed to start in, I'm supposed to start in Salem. She's down in Sacramento, but I'm supposed to bring shrooms for us because she was like, You've never done it before. You got to do it. This is the best time to do it. It's summertime, blah, blah, blah. All right. So I was working with this guy, and he had just gotten these mushrooms from somebody in South America. So he was, when he came and gave them to me, he's like, he gave me two bags, two little baggies. And he's like, only um, take th- the max three caps and three stems. Because he gave us each, I don't even know how much we bought at, at that time. Like I'm, mean, I don't remember the measurements, but this was so long ago. I was, I was, well, how old was I? I mean, it was the end of my grad. So it was 2010. Yeah, 2010. 2000- 2010. Oh God. So that's like 13 years ago. Okay. So, so yeah. So he gives us two bags and he's like from each bag, each person should only take max three caps and three stems. All right. So, you know, me and my scientific self and I'm like being cautious, follow the rules. I'm like, all right, fine. Yeah, I got it. So I take them, I drive down and I'm me and the girl, she was driving up from Sacramento. I was driving down and we decided to meet in Ashland, Oregon. Ashland is gorgeous. Y'all Ashland is... It's a it's where they have every year they have this um, Shakespeare play out in the park like Shakespeare out in the park or some shit so you can like go watch Shakespeare plays happening in the park and um, there's like there's so they're overrun by deer so the deer are everywhere on your property like they like it's a suburb but like they walk through actual neighborhoods and they just be chilling on the lawn in the daytime you can actually go up like we fed a deer I fed a deer like right out of my hands. In Ashland, it was amazing. So we supposed to meet in Ashland, and right outside of Ashland is this lake called Lake, or it's called Hyatt Lake. So we go, we meet Ashland, we drive up to Hyatt Lake, and me and her pitch our tent. We sleep for the first night. The next day, we get up and she's like, "All right, let's go to the lake and let's shroom." Okay. So we go down to the lake and we sit at this at the. It wasn't even a dock, y'all. It was like a loading dock. So like, the ones where you can um, where you're supposed to back your car down into the lake. So you know how it has like people know this like how the it'll have like cement with ridges right at the edge of the lake and then you back like a a boat or something down into it so there's no actual dock so she and I decide to sit right there for some reason I don't even know why but the but the best part of this whole thing was that the the lake wasn't full so there was only like a few people camping so she's like yeah we can just sit here and do this right right on and open all right fine so we sit there and there's these massive this beautiful ice cap mountains like like it was like something out of a movie like this lake is so stunning it's surrounded by all these trees and it's massive but there's these huge ice cap mountains because we're down there you know I, I, what, I don't even know what mountain that was but it was you know how Oregon is Oregon got on ice, cap, ice cap mountains they're gorgeous so we're sitting there and I do my thing where I take my three caps and I think I took I didn't even take all three caps and three stems because each bag had so much more than three caps and three stems in it, right? So I was working up to it. I was like, I'm not going to max out this first time. I don't know how this works or whatever. So I think I took two caps and two stems, right? Y'all, this bitch took her whole bag, her whole ass bag. Like, he gave us, like, multiple doses in each bag. She, I watched her eat all these mushrooms. So I'm sitting there, and, and I, I'm waiting for it to work, you know, for it to kick in. We're sitting here talking, and all of a sudden, she... <sighs> She just starts to like lay backwards on the ground. And she's like, I'm looking at a portal. And I'm like, what the fuck? And then my mushrooms kick in, so now I'm scared. I'm like, wait, 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 honey, I don't see this portal you talk about. And she's like, it's a portal. And she's telling me all these colors. Are, and she's like, I want to go into the portal. And I'm like, no, don't go into the portal. <laughs> like, so now I'm, but my body can't move the same cause I'm starting, it's starting to kick in. So I'm like crawling over, we're in the grass. I'm crawling over to her, trying to like pull her from going into whatever portal she's seeing. <laughs> right so I like oh, and I'm, in my head I'm, I'm not even considering that like we're sitting out here in the open because I'm tripping at this point so we're sitting there and I'm like don't go in the portal stay with me on the grass so we sit there and we're like we're like I don't even, we're like just examining shit like we just kept like she was just telling me like what she was seeing that looked different and for me I had taken so much less than her so I wasn't tripping like her at all like nothing seemed different after I think by this point maybe an hour had gone by nothing really seemed different for me until we're sitting there, and I'm looking at the mountain, and these big, beautiful clouds had formed. Like, the sky was bright. It was blue. It was clear, but it had these, like, fluffy white clouds that were just kind of, like, you know, dispersed throughout, and, um, like, so it wasn't a cloudy day. It was just bright, sunny, and hot as fuck. It was so hot. It was in the 90s. That was That's another piece, so we're sitting there, and all of a sudden, I look at the mountain, and the trees, like, she... I don't even know how we got into this, but basically the two of us decided that we could like move the clouds. Like we could like take, so so here we are sitting and we're like looking at the clouds and we take our fingers and we're like, take a cloud right here and move it over here and a cloud over here and move it over here. And like, let's take the mountain and move it, like to take the tree. So as we're doing this, we all of a sudden see a white tree. And so this girl, she goes, Brandon, do you see that tree? And I'm like, wait, why is it white? And she's like, exactly. And so then the two of us are like staring at this white tree for like, I don't even know how long we were standing at this tree. And we're like making up stories of this white tree. We're sitting there trying to re- redo the landscape of some sort. Right. And then out of nowhere, it feels like a plane went over us. And we both ducked to the ground real fast, like something went over our heads and we ducked to the ground real fast. And we looked and it was a crow. And she was like, wait, and I was like, wait, did you hear that? And she was like, did you hear that? And I was like, bro, like, I feel like I just heard every single piece of air that was flapping on every single feather of that bird. It felt like a whole ass plane went over us. And she was like, me too. I feel like I could hear and see it all at the same time. Like we was just like tripping on the ground, right? Like not even paying attention to the fact that there's people like arriving at the lake and shit like these are just two girls tripping on the fucking, like not even on the dock just on the grass right at the fucking loading thing and um and so we're both like tripping like oh my god this this the the fucking the uh, the crow it was so loud and like our senses are so high and i was like oh my god guess what all the animals must be doing shrooms and so we come up with this whole scientific theory because she was like a biology major too like she was we're all just sitting there like being nerdy and shit we're like all of the animals must be eating this. And then I say, I like to have visions at this point. So I'm like seeing, I'm like, girl, the deer, they eat the mushrooms and then they can hear everything so much better. That's how come they can hear us from like a mile away when we're like in the woods. They can hear a fucking twig snap. And I was like, I can hear that shit too. And she's like, me too. And so we're both like, we have to call someone and tell someone the truth. We have discovered that all of the animals on the planet are only, their senses are only heightened because they're all eating mushrooms. <laughs> because they figured out which ones will kill them, but they also figured out which ones will, will like make them see and hear better and I'm like the eagles are doing this that's why they can see so well like bro we was on it so of course we then decide to we call people I call the guy the, <laughs> the person I call is that co-worker that I was working with um where I did the the um in the last show I just did what the fuck what was it the um the signatures so that Brian guy that I was friends with that my co-worker I call him and we're both on the phone I'm like oh my god Brian bro, like, you won't understand, he's, like, random, what the fuck, and I was, like, so we tell him the whole theory, and we're, like, but we're also tripping on shrooms, like, of course, you never call people when you're tripping on shrooms, right, like, so we call him, then we call the, this girl's boyfriend, and we tell him the same shit, people are just cracking up, because they're, like, it makes fucking sense, but we're listening to you, like, be, like, super high on this, oh, right, now it's 1. 11 on the clock, like, 1 11 p.m., so, yeah, um, so we explain this whole scientific theory thing, right, so then as the day goes by, we eventually move to the dock. And, like, my trip starts to end. But, like, it's been now nine hours. <laughs> like, we moved to the dock and it's been nine hours. And her trip has, is, like, no end in sight. Like, I can't, she can't tell when her trip going to be over. I don't know when it's going to be over because I've never done the shit. And we realizing that this shit from South, Amer- South America is not the same shit that she'd be getting in California that she's used. So she's like, I don't know how the fuck this is going to turn out. <laughs> so I end up sitting on this damn dock with this girl. All day, and y'all, for the first, no, second time in my whole life, I sunburned like a, like oh, like so badly. I sunburned like, cause you know you're sitting there tripping and not really realizing that you're baking. So yeah, I, I my whole shit sunburned. It was peeling for days. It was horrible. Um, so anyways, that was my first trip, <laughs> basically having to watch this girl trip all day and just praying for it to be over, trying to get her to not go into whatever portal she's trying to go into, and you know learning the whole mystery of life that the fucking animals are all just shrooming and that's why they can their senses are higher so that's my first like shroom story right so i don't do it for a while after that because i was like i didn't have a good time i was like that was just like i end up burnt and shit and i wasn't having i didn't so i just decided to not do it for years until i got to upstate new york i got to upstate new york and we were kayaking with this couple because that's what we did all the time we always kayak in i mean we used to kayak like three times a week sometimes when we first got up there so we were kayaking and the guy, this, elder, he's this older guy, he's a stoner too. He was like a, a stoner in New York city in the seventies. And he just never stopped being a stoner. So he's like super, super stony. And we're kayaking and I tell him this story about how, you know, I shroom it. And I was like, I don't need to do it again. He was like, that's like somebody saying when they ate it, the first time they eat a steak, they didn't like the steak. So they're never gonna eat steak again. He was like, so you gotta at least try it again. So like, <laughs> Cause he was like, maybe just the first steak was a bad steak, but that don't mean all steaks is bad. So I'm like, all right, fine. So all for years and years, people tried to convince me to do them. It took until 2019. So we was up there, we were up there from 2016. It took me like three years. Finally, 2019, July 4th weekend of 2019, we had, you know, I was living up in the fucking mountains and shit. And we had five guests come out from New York City, from Brooklyn. Yeah, so five people came from Brooklyn to stay with us, plus my parents. So like we had a whole ass other, like we had a bunch of people that were coming because that's what our house used to be. It was like the kick house. It was the vacation home for everybody, you know, um, everybody bed and breakfast would basically come up there and stay with us and for like a week at a time or sometimes a fucking month, sometimes a month. But like we always had guests um, coming up there. So at this point for the July weekend, you know, family and stuff come up to here too. So my family was staying at a different house that we like kind of got for them. And all these other people were staying at my house. So there's like eight of us. I remember it was eight total of us. So I guess it was more six people that came up. So eight total people. We decided we're going to shroom. So we get the mushrooms, and we all, you know, stand in the kitchen. We measure it all out. Everybody's nervous and shit. We're like, okay. So we're going to shroom on. It's the day after, Fourth so July 5th. Mind you, this is a group of, like, artists, writers, you know, all the playwrights, um, you know, actors. That's, we were all creatives. So um, we take the mushrooms, and... Everyone had different experiences. It was so crazy. Like like my partner actually got sick from him. So he was just like sick the whole time. And then like one person didn't take enough. So he didn't really, he wasn't really experiencing anything. He just kind of like was watching everybody else trip. And then like one girl legitimately turned, she just laughed uncontrollably for two hours straight. This girl was like running around my property. She was, it just made her euphoric as fuck. Like she made herself, a, um, she made herself a flower crown she literally looks like the star card in the tarot. That's what it looked like. This girl was a blonde, German blonde girl, woman. And she was literally from Germany. And um, she made herself a flower crown, put on a white dress and started running around the property at the top of her lungs, screaming, but laughing hysterically, like, like crazy laughter for hours to the point where nobody could like stop her. And then she was crying. She was sitting, she was like, we were all sitting around at the fire pit. And you know, everybody's talking about how are they doing with their trips and shit. And she's uncontrollably laughing laughing still, but crying, and she's like, I can't stop laughing, somebody please help me stop laughing, because she's crying now, and she can't stop, it was like a mess, I've never seen anything like that, it was hilarious, so that was one person's experience, right, my experience, I went deep in the spiritual, so like, I just got really in touch with the earth around me, like everything, all, everything started talking to me, essentially, like fawns, we had these, this deer that, um, the deer, she, she, she was, she became friends with my dog, actually, so every summer, as she got older, she would come to the back door, and my dog would, you know, we'd wait for the dog, and then we'd let the dog out, and then they would go r- run around, and the deer would chase the dog around the property, and the dog would chase the deer, and it was back and forth, and they did this every year, every summer, and so I named the deer Dia, because the deer was coming up to the house, she was like laying up on the porch and shit all the time, so I named her Dia, because La Dia Bless, which is, that's a whole Caribbean, um, like, folklore thing, but I named her Dia, and um, Dia had fawns, and she started fawning every year. So her fawns, where she was put, she was stashing her fawns right up front, kind of like we had this cl- enclosed place, not like right by the house, but it was like really, um, it was like a garden kind of, but it was like hidden. And so she would stash her fawns during the daytime in this little area and then go off, you know, eating and stuff. So while we're tripping, she's off somewhere and the fawns got really interested in me. So I'm walking around, I walk up to this magnolia tree because where she stashed the fawns was right next to this beautiful magnolia tree that I loved. And I was, I was always getting medicine from this tree. So I'm over by this tree and all of a sudden a little fawn pops out and walks up to the engine and is just staring at me. And I'm like, oh my God, do you know that I'm on shrooms? Like I'm like talking to it. I'm like, can you tell that I'm on shrooms? And it like literally just sat there. Like it would, and then here comes the second one because there was always like three. So the second one comes and I'm telling everybody, oh my God, you guys like the fawns are interested in us. Like they could, I guess they could tell something was going on. Anyway, so they just kind of followed. They followed. Like I went, I, I went, I would go by the, you know, we had these big trails. So I would walk on one of the trails and here's the fawn walking down in the pit. You know, they, we had all these par- parts where they could stay hidden, but still follow us. So yeah, this fawn, it started following through property. Um, so I started going to the back of the property and I just, all of a sudden, spirit tells me to start dancing. And I started dancing like there was a big old fucking band or music playing, but it was, it was like this, majestic like yoga dance ballerina like I don't even know it was spirit dance it was earth dance but I was I was walking and dancing and I did that for hours because mind you this trip lasted for all of us but at least eight nine hours so we're outside like eight nine hours just making noise and being fucking crazy but my part of it was going through these trails and I was like listening to the earth and spirit kept telling me to get on the ground and like crawl and like dance and shit so I'm doing that minding my business turns out one of our friends was actually paying attention the whole time like he's a writer so he ended up later on telling me like i saw you <laughs> i saw you out there like dancing with the earth and shit but like i did that for hours and then spirit told me to go into our creek and we had this big creek gorgeous creek i fucking missed this creek it was so amazing and um we had a bridge over it and everything and we, you could go we could swim in it we had a swimming hole not swim but you go and soak in it so we made these like little soak sitting holes where you sit in the creek and everything. Um, but I ended up being shown this is like spirit told me to go to this creek and the sun was shining through the the trees so perfectly inside the creek because the creek was covered by all these different trees. So or not covered, but it was shaded, you know. So anyways, there's a spot where it's like ha ah, like the sun comes through and it's landing right at this perfect spot inside the creek. And I'm told with my bare feet to just go into the creek and lay on the rocks. And I just did that. I went there and I laid backwards. I just stretched myself all the way out in the middle of the creek. And then I gave birth, bro. That, it makes no sense to me, but it was happening. I was laying there and it was like, I started like, I was still dancing some kind of way. But like, I was, it felt like I was giving birth to light. That's what was going through my head. It was like, I was being, I can't even explain that shit. So I was laying there and it was happening. And it was happening for a while, like a while. I only know that like it looked like I was giving birth because the same person who said he was watching me when I was dancing he told me that he actually he said I saw you giving birth in the water and I was like how the fuck did you even know that that's what that was like like how do you how did you know that (laughs) um so I guess anyone who would have saw it would have looked like that but I was giving birth to fucking energy light I don't know uh, because he said that's what it looked like that's what it felt like was happening too but none of us are talking to each other through this whole period like we weren't Yeah, we're just all we decided at the beginning. Everyone go on their ways and have their own trips and experience because the property is big enough for people to just spread out and just have their experiences. And then we would all meet up at the front where we had this um, this fire pit, and that's where we would kind of check in with each other. The people who weren't tripping as much, they would stay there and just talk, and they had you know water and snacks and shit. We was we had all our shit ready, you know. I had the vitamins and stuff. Was like you know we got to take all our vitamins so (laughs) nobody has a bad trip. Um, So yeah. But like in, in the middle of all of that, like in between when it was like hours of nobody really talking to each other, but being in their own spaces with the, with the earth, he said that part of his experience was to follow me and watch me. And so he saw me, whatever spiritual thing was happening with me in that creek, he, he witnessed it. But he called it exactly what spirit was telling me was happening. I didn't, I didn't actually say to him what was happening. That's me. This is the most mystical fucking witchery thing. I love that. Anyway, so that happened. <laughs> it gave birth. And then I got out of the creek and I was told to go to, to this row of trees that we have. And it was this, these evergreen trees. And I went and I, these trees are always, they're the ones that kind of like line the property as like, um, you know, privacy trees to keep people from the street looking straight in at the property. So like I went, we don't really pay attention to them. Like you usually pay attention to the big maple trees that are dispersed in the property, but not the ones that are like along the, so- the outskirts of it. So these trees, I walked up to them, and it was, like, immediately I started hearing and seeing, like, their history. So, like, something told me to go up under inside the tree. Like, they're big evergreens, so you can stand outside of or you can kind of duck in and then go in nearby the trunk. So I did that, and it was, like, once I was in there and completely shaded by all the trees around me, I started seeing what happened to them and hearing what happened to them and being shown that, like, the twin there was these twin trees and like i don't even i can't even explain to you like what all they told me but it was just telling me they were talking to me and telling me their history and that something happened to make this tree split into two cuz it was like a tree that started growing as one and then it split into two um and then there was ones around it that were kind of also weird mind you years later though this is the exact spot that um the ring of the massive ring of mushrooms showed up at my house that i talked about where it's called a fairy ring and if you you know, you're not supposed to go in a fairy ring. Well, th- these mushrooms, for the first time, showed up after I had that experience with these trees. But they showed up right in those trees. So years later, I then am like, oh, well, shit. That must be a portal. That must be a spot where the fucking fairies come in and out or some shit. Because why would I be taken to that spot on a mo- mushroom trip? And then years later, a fairy ring appears. I mean, the biggest fucking fairy ring, too. These were massive mushrooms. So anyways, um, oh, crazy. As I'm mentioning that, I was on shrooms when that okay spirit damn i know i didn't put that together till right now i was on shrooms when i first went over to the tree and then three years later here comes the fucking mushroom ring wow okay i see why i'm supposed to talk about this all right so yeah so that (laughs) so that was happening right okay so then at one point the one point I, i went inside to go to the bathroom right and i went into our bathroom and we had a mirror you know you have your mirror right above the sink i'm washing my hands and i'm looking in the mirror and it's like something started happening. Like I was looking at me oh y'all can hear her toy. must have started going. Spears here. I was looking at me in the mirror, but then like, it, it all of a sudden, like half my face, it felt like somebody else was looking out at, at looking back at me on half of my face. Like one of my eyes was me, and then like the other side it was like something else was happening and so I just stared at it for a bit like what the fuck maybe I'm like really tripping like really bad bro like this is like I was having that come to Jesus conversation like this is a lot but as it kept happening because of course you go to the bathroom more than once in nine hours as it kept happening I got the download that my other self another self like another version of me was looking in the mirror and looking back at me like another me and a smirk happened, bro. Like the my my biggest nightmare in life is to look in a mirror and have the reflection smile back when I'm not smiling. Cause you know how them you know how fucking horror movies, bro, those are the worst thing. So for years I was afraid of mirrors. Like I was I wouldn't not look in a mirror, but like I was always afraid someone's gonna come out the fucking mirror. Whatever. So I'm looking at this mirror and it's only happening in the downstairs mirror, in the downstairs bathroom. And like I said, another, it felt like another self was looking out at me. And then it felt like half of my face started to smirk, bro. Um, But for the first time, I wasn't afraid. I was like, so in touch with myself. Because, you know, I'm a witch and shit. And I had been doing all this other shamanic um, work and stuff for all these years at that point. So I just got really calm. And I was just like, oh, shit, like, okay, hi. You know, (laughs) that's it. It was just like, just just accept that whatever it is, is what it is. It wasn't until the whole trip was over when everybody's telling their experiences that like two or three other people also had crazy experiences with the mirror in that bathroom during the trip. Not the upstairs mirror, because we had multiple. The house was full of mirrors. That was the other crazy thing. The owners that we had got the house from, they had filled this house with crazy mirrors all in the hallways and shit. Multiple mirrors in the hallway. Um, But none of the other mirrors were giving people that thing. Whatever the fuck was happening to us on the trip. Which is crazy because we, we weren't telling each other it was happening as it was happening. So it wasn't until we all regrouped afterwards to find out this happened. So see, mushrooms, they don't just like heal you, but they get you in touch with like the others, the other realms, the others, the other worlds, the other yous, um, everything outside of you, everything that is you. It, it, mushrooms are like the truth, bro. Like they are, there's something else. <laughs> there's something else. So, yeah, like that first that that not first trip, but that trip where I did it with all those people for the first time in years, you know, since my college days, that was the most spiritually. um, What am I trying to say? The most spiritually rewarding experience, so much so that I like started dedicating my shit to mushrooms after that. But also another thing that happened, I want to mention is that a friend of ours who was writing a play, because like I said, they're all playwrights, actors, screenwriters, all that stuff. He had been writing a play. He spent his whole eight hours walking around with his book and he finished like a whole big part of his play just by walk- being shrooming. Like that's what the shrooming did to him. It helped him finish his play. Another um, person that was tripping at the same time, the guy who was watching me, he ended up writing a whole new shit. He wrote a whole movie with me in it as the, ca- as the main character. And you know, I ended up s- escaping that life before we could do that film. And I'm probably never. Well, that relationship's probably gone. But, but the, I have the script, though. Like, he, this man, he, like, while he was uh, tripping and watching and all this stuff, he ended up making, um, writing a whole screenplay with me in it over that. So, um, yeah. Yeah. So, and it's just mushrooms, they are so great uh, in so many ways. They don't, you know, I think people are afraid of, like, the, the word psychedelic because there's so much crazy shit that's happened with people on, quote, psychedelics. It's It was just a really cool um, thing to kind of experience and then learn that it's not it's a lot more than just, oh, we're going to trip on mushrooms. Like, mushrooms are, they are, I, they're just, it's almost like they're other fucking worldly. They help us become more otherworldly. They help us tap into the unknown and the unseen um, because they heal us. And they heal the things that are weighing us down. So, like, think about mushrooms being t- dumped into the ocean, and there's an oil spill, and it eats up the oil, if you take mushrooms, it's going to eat up your darkness, it's going to eat up your, your dead cells, it's going to eat up your, um you know, it's supposed to eat up cancer cells, it's going to regenerate you, um, so I'm, a, like I said, I'm a big believer in mushrooms, I started, after doing this big trip, I started doing more, like, smaller trips, like I said, by, with myself, like, I um, and they were always, it was more, like, spiritual, like, I would for like meditation days or, you know, um, when I'm gonna be outside in the back, like I said, with that fairy tree and I'm wanting to like really just get in touch with spirit. Um, but I started microdosing every day for like months after that. During the quarantine, I, st- I really got into um, microdosing. And I really, I'm a, uh, let's see what, I'm a promoter of microdosing for everyone. I feel like everyone who has any history of trauma, Um, anyone who is going through like major stresses in life, things like that. I think microdosing, I believe, and I know that microdosing um, are much, is much better than like being on like an antidepressant or, you know, certain, certain things that are, you know, it's, it's take mushrooms. It's anti-pharma essentially. Um, So I'm like, I'm not anti, I'm like, I'm not like huge anti-big pharma because like, I believe that Western medicine is necessary. The way that big pharma definitely makes us all, keeps us sick in order to keep pushing medicine down our throats. That's definitely the devil. Um, but I would never, there's a lot of medicine that people do need that come from, you know, our pharmaceutical industry. So I'm not going to trash the whole fucking thing, but I genuinely do believe that there is another answer to healing people and the earth medicine, you know, the earth makes, the earth literally has a cure for every single human um ailment every single ailment that you could possibly experience in this planet the earth has a cure for it it makes some sort of flower some sort of seed some sort of bark some sort of tree it makes some sort of plant some sort of root something a mushroom to heal it you know there's this ancient chinese um healer i love this because i watched it on ancient aliens see you got to watch a lot like these like conspiracy shows I- i'm not actually a conspiracy th- like i like I watch all the conspiracy shit to learn like what people believe and what's out there. And then I find the actual truth in it. Like what they're actually, what actually is true in the whole thing. But ancient aliens had this episode and it was called the Shaman. It's my one of my favorite episodes. And it's the shaman episode. So it's in like season four. And don't ask me how I remember that. <laughs> I watched it so many times. But, um, but this man in ancient China, he, and they believe he was like a star person, which, you know, I mean, that's here we are. He what he would do is he would go and he would um, eat, he would ingest different plants and and shit all all over the place, um, and record what it did to his body. But but he was always able. He would take poison too, but then he would always know the the healing plant to take. So he poisoned himself every single day, almost for years, in order to learn it. Child, I did that. Not didn't poison myself, but I started before I even saw this episode. I had already gotten the call, and some of the women that I was studying with up there, or you know. Um, in my that healing community, they would tell me, especially one woman. She said, "I just go around and just put stuff in my mouth and see what it do." Well, you know that sounded crazy at first until it didn't, <laughs> and I started doing that on our property and I started learning just by putting shit in my mouth what it did, because when you are, I don't know if it's because I'm a witch or whatever or, or if you if you have heightened psychic abilities or whatever, but um, sometimes spirit can just tell you like what the fuck a thing does. I don't maybe that makes me gifted maybe it's it's like kind of like that guy I mean he had to they in the episode I mean I think he had maybe someone with him spiritually telling him what it was or he just was something else (laughs) Um, but that's what I started doing in the summers you know those last summers that I was up in upstate New York I started just putting shit in my mouth so I would learn you know garlic mustard and like when garlic mustard is the best and what to do with it. And I would tell people, you know, here, put this garlic mustard in your mouth. It's garlic. It tastes just like garlic, but it's not. And like, I would learn things like that. Um So the, th- but the thing I, I, I learned though, is that again, there is always a cure to every single ailment that we have on this planet. We just um, have decided to take the power away from Mama Gaia and give it to Big pharma. <laughs> so, anyway, I guess uh, I guess that's, that's really all my point is: is that people, I think, should start or not shoulds because I don't like shoulds, but it would really be, I think, uh, helpful to all if they started considering that mushrooms um, could heal you much much more effectively and much quicker than you know popping pills for things. Um, yeah, I learned it because I was tried and true. Like I went through a whole all of my twenties was. Um, I mean, when you're with the wrong person, your body rejects you. It like your body just revolts, and my body revolted for a decade. Like all of my 20s, people you could ask anybody who knew me in my 20s like I was always having to take medication on for something. Like a pain here, uh, like what else? It was I've never been on psych psychiatric pills ever in my life, but it was more like just, you know, the you take one thing and it creates um, it would create a symptom of something else you didn't have, but then you have to take a pill for that symptom, and, like, it just kept snowballing. There was periods in my life where I was taking, like, I would shove, like, seven to nine pills in my mouth in the morning, not because it was, it wasn't, like, it was prescribed shit, like, and one day I looked up and I was like, what the fuck, bro? Like, my own grandmother didn't even, like, she used to have to pop pills like this, and she was in her, like, fucking 60s and 70s. You know, like, I'm, I'm, I'm in my 20s. And by the time I got to my 30s, I was tired of being the person that was constantly having to live on Excedrin migraine. Bro, I was living on Excedrin migraine, y'all. like. And there was a year, my whole year of Brooklyn, I was on constantly. I would go through a bottle of Excedrin migraine in, like, a week, and I was on Alka-Seltzer nonstop. Alka-Seltzer and, um, and fucking Excedrin migraine and Tums. Bro, like, my whole body hated me. <laughs> and I would hate it. I would just yell at it and be like, I would tell people, like, I just, I just want a whole new, like, fucking... Insides. Like can we just rip out my insides and give me a whole new set? Because something ain't right. Well, when you're with the wrong person, it's energy. Energy really speaks. (laughs) Um, because the moment I got away, I'm better. Like I I you know, I have my I have shit from my car accident that I have to deal with, but like my whole like body chemistry ain't ain't off um to the point where I'm just it was just a mess. So I'm a big believer in that I, what I did was I, I purposefully got myself out of that lifestyle. Like before I left my husband, my ex-husband, I decided I have to be somebody that's, um, able to live on their own. And right now this is not it. So like, you know, you start slowly looking at what you can, what you can actually start treating yourself for versus going to a doctor for. And I had so many doctors, um, because I had like, I have, you know, I have brain injuries from, car accidents when I was little, like I've, there's crazy stuff that goes, like, it's, my whole medical shit is crazy, <laughs> I'm a medical novel, but like, I, I was on, like I said, all these fucking pills, and I just slowly would be like, all right, well, I don't need that one, if I, um, if I instead just drink this tea, you know, this tea, um, that gives me the same, um, healing, then this pill that I would have to take every day, I just, maybe I have to just drink the tea more often in the day, right, like if I, so it becomes with discipline, it's like, you can either take one pill, That's supposed to cure it all in a day, or you could drink three cups of some herbal tea, and it gives you the same. But if you're too lazy to drink the cups of herbal tea, well, then now you're just stuck with the pill or the symptoms that you have. I used to have to teach my um, kids, my clients that I had, my therapy clients, this type of stuff too. Like, it's really important to um, if you're going to start moving into self healing, like even if with the mushrooms, is really getting into the discipline of self care around it. So taking the power away from like this pill is going to just magically heal me when it's really not it's just going to mask your symptoms you're still going to have the fucked up broken whatever Um, you're just not going to be able to feel it mushrooms will just actually heal the tissue of the broken thing and then you'll no longer have to take any of it or experience any of it it just heals it so that's kind of how I started I would slowly like you know, also drink less, so I don't always have these fucking migraines because we was drinking so much. You know, you drink yourself to death so that you can't, you don't have to deal with the fucking life that you're in that you don't want to be in. So I was drinking all the time, which is crazy. You know, party, 20s, my 20s were crazy. But um, all these migraines and stomach aches and all this fucking horrible IBS and shit, like I had all the shit. I mean, like I have none of that now. That's the funny thing. It's like I don't have any of that shit hardly at all now at all um, because I changed my life and I started taking earth medicine and really relying on earth medicine for the most part like of course obviously you take you have to take things that um are like necessary for your shit but like for me right now I think I take like one prescribed pill in the morning and like two supplements you know like your holy basil versus a shit ton of prescription pills (laughs) and three times a day at that so um it is very Maybe this is why spirit wanted me to tell my streaming stories because this is really more about earth medicine and how our entire country, it is possible for us to shift um, to putting our efforts into self-healing because self-healing means, you know, when you're going out and you're picking that thing, you're making the tea and you're drinking it, that's self-healing. Even though the tea itself is doing it. Your, net, your, your your power in the healing part of it comes from you versus you going to, like, some crazy doctor and them saying, I'm going to tell you what's going on inside of your body. I'm going to fix it. I never took this shit before, but I'm going to give it to you. And you tell me if there's any side effects. Oh, but actually I have a article back here that says it might make you die if you take... Like, just how the shit works with our whole medical system is just so fucked up. It's. I mean, I could do a whole... Maybe this is the episode. I could do a whole-ass other episode on fucking just... The medical system itself is, it's fucking insane. You know, I don't, maybe I'm supposed to do that. A whole nother episode on how fucked up our medical system is, is coming. But, um, but yeah, like if you, if you're, if you're using earth medicine, um, you are taking back your power because the, you are part of the earth and your intuition, your body knows how to heal itself. Like every single person's body knows how to heal itself. It's just our own egos that keep us from allowing our bodies to heal itself whole other that's a whole other episode let me write that down I'm writing down a whole ass shit about the medical system and how fucked up it is writing that right down on a sticky up it is perfect all right so that's coming at some point (laughs) because I have a lot to say about the medical system Anyway, um, yeah, so mushrooms, mushrooms, mushrooms. They are the best. They are life. They are, they're going to save us all. We must get, pay homage to the mushrooms because God forbid they decide one day to just you know, change their, chemist, their chemistry by just one little point of something and we all are wiped off the fucking planet because we died from mushrooms. We should give respect to Mama Gaia because Mama Gaia is in so much more control than we give her credit for. The air we breathe is a fucking gift. The fact that our air isn't poisoning us Poisoning us is a gift because we put so much into it to poison us. So the fact that it's not poisoning us all the time, like we're not like China, it we should give all of the praise to Mama Gaia. <laughs> um so yeah, that's what this is. All right. Happy shrooming people. Um, and go listen to Well Black Sis uh podcast on Riverside FM and love you guys so much. I hope this was helpful. I really do. I hope this was helpful for people because it was it's such a passionate topic for me. So all right, I love y'all. Bye.